Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Quick break, then we'll be back with uh, Rachel Pine. Saturday Magazine, every Saturday from 10 until noon on Joy 94.9. We are Victorian bushfire survivors. We know fire. With flames reaching 1,100 degrees, the wave of radiant heat can kill from 200 metres away. If you knew fire, you'd prepare your home. You know when to leave, where to go and how to get there. We know how important it is to plan and prepare. How well do you know fire? Plan. Act. Survive. Go to vic.gov.au slash nofire. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Joy sponsor. Goldfinger. This Christmas Day, Alan Ross is hosting an extra special jolly broadcast as he counts down the best songs from movies as voted by you. From Grease to Dirty Dancing to The Lion King and more. Get into the holiday spirit, dust off your old movie anthem albums and vote for your faves. Head to joy.org.au to vote in the poll before December 23rd. Then tune in to Cafe Latte from 11am on Christmas Day to join in on the movie music magic. The world's most uplifting radio station, Joy 94.9. Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9, Macca and Nevena. And I'm going to let Nevena introduce our next guest because, I mean, I'm... I'm really pleased uh, this person's been elected, but Nevena is over the moon, aren't you? I am ecstatic. I have to say we're joined in the studio by Rachel Payne, one of the two new MLCs elected from the Legalised Cannabis Party. Welcome, Rachel. Hooray. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And what an introduction. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) these last two days, three days have been such Mm. a whirlwind, so it's so nice to be in studio with you both. Thank you. And I never thought... I would see the day when the legalize, you know, when a, a, a people would be elected who wanted to legalize cannabis. Mm. I knew it would possibly happen in my lifetime. If we were lucky, we might be thrown a mangy bone of decriminalization. <laughs> but I feel this: it is time. It is time, you know, with the right controls and the right mm. quality measures and the right supports. To allow people, you know, if if they want to use cannabis, we don't restrict what people drink, mm. right? You know, we have, you know, a prescription medication problem in the, in this community. We have mm-hmm. serious other drug problems. It's time, I think, that we have a serious discussion about this. So, Rachel, what's your plan? Well, and, you know, what a um, – uh, you're speaking my language, Macca. I mean, it, it – we do have, uh, you know, I agree that there is an opioid issue in this country as well as alcohol. I mean, we know that alcohol oh. causes so much more harm than cannabis ever could. So to be uh, 
talking about a plan, I mean, the first thing was to get us elected. And I mean, yes. <laughs> from from what we saw with the federal election, we saw that the party had a good uh, mm. uptake of, of people really responding to that, you know, clear message of legalised cannabis. So getting the, right, the party registered just before the state election was a mean feat and we did it. And our campaign strategy was to focus on that one message, which was to legalise cannabis. Look for the leaf on the ballot. I still hear yes. that ringing through my head. Yes. So, um, and I agree with you, decriminalisation would be throwing us, you know, a, a mangy ma- bone. A mangy bone. <laughs> I, uh, I think Victoria is ready for legalising cannabis. We saw the numbers come up uh, in the state election that showed we had the highest vote outside of Labor Liberal Coalition and the Greens. I mean, that speaks volumes. And it wasn't about us candidates. It was about that core issue, issue. legalised cannabis. Um, And sorry, I know Nevin has got a question. I want to ask in other other jurisdictions around the world, you know, we often think about America, but huge Mm. parts of South America, you know, and other parts of the world that have legalised cannabis. What has been the experience there? How many of them are actually saying quality controls, but also, mm. you know, we're going to tax it. Mm-hmm. We're going to be very disciplined about how it's sold. Can mm. you give us a bit of a feel for that? And I think we can learn a lot from what has happened overseas. You've got some countries where it's it's kind of very corporate, and yep. I can say that coming just back from LA and experiencing, yes. it was like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for yeah. adults. <laughs> it was so much fun, but it's incredibly overwhelming. And I'm someone that consumes cannabis, and it was too much for me. So <laughs> uh, you also have sort of compassionate policy points and, and compassionate policies around compassion clubs, social clubs, um, looking at where you can um, have people come together and share their cannabis, um, share their experiences. Mm. Some people can grow for others. So I think looking at the, those broad uh, brush um, positions of different countries, different jurisdictions and what they're doing. I know that we um, there's also New York is now talking about legalisation and their whole push is for social uh, enterprise and and excitement around that income being moved into yes. supporting this, this the social elements of, of what's needed in that in that state particularly around homelessness so absolutely um, I think that we can learn a lot from what's happened overseas there's a lot of lessons that we will probably reflect on and go we're definitely not doing that there's things that we can also look at that we can definitely see that Victoria would not be ready for and I would think that would be the American style model. Yes. Um, you know, you can walk out of the airport and there's advertisements everywhere for I cannabis. Know. So it's it's quite and you amazing. Can, and you can smell it. Everywhere. Like it is. <laughs> it is. And, and I think the other, I'm going to defer to Nevener after this, but I have one mm. other, one particular question that I'm, I'm a bit challenged by. Mm. So I saw some signs in LA last time I was there. Grant, it was a few years ago. Don't smoke and drive. Mm. So in Victoria, it's illegal, you know, to drive with a very, very tiny amount of THC in your system. Mm-hmm. How is that going to work? You're allowed to, you know, alcohol's 0.05. Mm-hmm. Uh, people will say there's actually, you know, you can't have any amount of cannabis and drive safely. Mm. I'm you know, I have an opinion on that. Yeah. But how, what is the, what is your party's position on that? How are you going to approach that? Because if, long story, long draw here, if we are able to legalise, legalise cannabis mm. for personal use, mm-hmm. um, what's going to happen driving a car? 
And that's where uh, one of the major reasons why I got involved with Cannabis Party and, and I have worked closely with the majority of our new our members is that the, they are medicinal cannabis users yep. and the issue for them is that they can't get behind the wheel and drive. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're too afraid to. Uh, they feel like they can often be targeted as well. Uh, and there there is that real issue of, well, it's easier to be prescribed an opioid-based pain medication and take that instead mm. of using medicinal cannabis we know that people aren't impaired when they're driving if you're taking your your um your prescribed dose at night say yes. to sleep or for anxiety you're not going to wake up in the morning stoned you'll be fine to drive <laughs> yeah. we know that yeah. but what we do know is that the testing Does currently it... shows uh, presence not impairment um there is new research coming out and i and i think it's still in those early development stages that is showing that cannabis consumption uh and uh, recreational as well uh, social as well as medicinal is uh, less harmful than 0.05 driving. So we do know that there's research coming out in that space. Uh, we also have other jurisdictions such as Tasmania where if you're prescribed medicinally, if you have a prescription for medicinal cannabis, you are able to drive right. within reason. I mean, I think that the police could be could be skilled in in impairment testing, and it may be you know touch your nose and walk on a straight line or something like that. It may be that I used um, to practice that in my late teens. <laughs> <laughs> and and there is so much more happening with internationally around this space as well. Um, you know, we don't want to see people on the roads if they are impaired, but we believe that the majority of people who are medicinally prescribed are not impaired when they're driving. Right. Rachel, this is a policy first radio mm. show and it's been really encouraging to see mm. just how across mm. the detail that you are. But could you just quickly just tell us about yourself and how yeah. you came to be elected? Sure. Uh, so my background is I uh, professionally I worked in the federal government for a few years. I worked for Centrelink, uh, Family Court. Uh, I've, I'm well versed in, in working with different jurisdictions and, and interpreting legislation. I also headed up Eros Association that represents the adult industry. So my background there, I feel, has really geared me towards cannabis. Um, I'm passionate about cannabis because I have used cannabis my whole uh, adult life as well. Uh, I find it, it it's better for me for anxiety and to turn my brain off. I'm very busy in my head a lot of the time. So I prefer to use cannabis than some sort of um, pharmaceutical-based mm. medication. Uh, I think my time with Eros probably became got me to it to a skill set where I became well versed in in dealing with industry that is heavily stigmatized in highly regulated heavily regulated uh, as well as quite discriminated against so there is a lot of stigma to break down and and this is where I sort of want to fly that flag I mean people like me and there's a lot of me in in society are cannabis users and we need to break down that stigma of what that looks like it has helped me in my life it has not caused me any injury I want to uh, yourself or your your colleague mm. once a month come in and have a chat to us. Oh, Tell right. us how it's progressing. Tell us what the upper house is like. Uh, as you know, Fiona was a regular guest, Fiona mm -hmm. Patton. Mm -hmm. uh, we'd love you or your colleagues, you know, to come in and talk to us about this because I think it's an important issue. There's a lot of safeguards needed, mm. but you know, let's uh, have a decision based. You know, let's have some legislation based on really good policy, and I think. You're the people to do it. Wonderful. I would love to come back. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Uh, unfortunately, we're out of time. Um, 
You are on Saturday Magazine Joy 94.9 with Macca and Nevena. I was uh, I neglected Rachel Payne from the Legalised Cannabis Party. Wanted to send a cheerio to her colleague and I, I cut her short. Rachel. I'd love to just say thank you to David Adeshenk for... Uh you know, being being on this journey with me, but I'd also love to give a personal shout out to my darling Renee. I wouldn't have yes. been able to do this without you, and I love you dearly. Thank you. There you go. Um, big show today. Uh, thank you, Nevena, for uh, being co-host with me next week. Nevena and our producer Fiona Brook are hosting the show. I'm having the day off. Paul and I are doing a one hour ho 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 on Christmas Day, <laughs> Maka. Yeah, ho f ho. Christmas magazine. Looking forward to it. Um, so thank you. I want to thank uh, Michelle Grattan, Neil Farrow, Liam Byrne, Rachel Payne, uh, Lisa Hardiman from uh, Victoria Police and Josh Burns, the federal member for McNamara. Uh, Saturday Magazine continues without a break over the festive seasons. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.